Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky, and welcome back to the Sunday session, round 13 in the books, halfway through the, the Telstra Premiership. I've got Johnny with me, mate. Johnny, how are you? Oh, could be better, mate, after that uh, thumping by y- your folks against the Knights. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. You know, I've been, you know, I crowed to Richard earlier on. I'm crowing to you now. So all the Knights fans in my life, I don't know how I've got so many of you, uh, but you're all hearing it. <laughs> Good. All right, we've got a couple. We only got four games to go through this round. So obviously, our Supercoach Draft League, where there's a couple of tightly contested games. You're the top man on the top of the mountain. You might be run down this week, so you're hoping for a couple of nice little unicorn updates for some players in today's game. So. Well, we'll hit it. We'll hit it all up here. Bring it all on, yeah. Um, I need all of the unicorn points coming from today's match because the way, like you know, my my boys play, they oh, I don't even know if they deserve them. <laughs> Let's get into it, mate. So first of all, down down at Oki Jubilee, we had the St George Illawarra Dragons hosting the Brisbane Broncos, and like I just said to you offline. Just before halftime, you know, 30, 39 minutes into this game, this was a close game. It ends up finishing 52 to 24. The Dragons absolutely thumping the hapless Broncos. I guess we can't start anywhere, but Matt Dufty, you know, got told earlier in the week he does he hasn't got a place at the club and he came out and really gave the two middle fingers. What, what was your thoughts on the Matt Dufty show? Oh, man, it was the tale of two different fullbacks, wasn't it? You had Jermaine Osako that you were you know, singing his praises in your... Went on 13 preview, uh, you know, he's going to have a man of the match performance. And then on the other side, yeah, Matt Dufty coming back from injury. And boy, he, did he five try assists, two tries. That's, that's just insane. As a fullback to have five try assists, he was just on something else, wasn't he? He I honestly thought, you know, it could have gone one or two ways. Like we always say, you know, he got told, you know, he doesn't want to be at the club. They don't want him at the club anymore. The contract isn't coming. So look elsewhere. You know, and it's a really hard place because we kind of like went through all the clubs and there's not really a starting spot for a Matt Dufty besides, you know, Brisbane. Um, but yeah, he came out here and he was a ball on fire. His energy, he was around the ball. He was throwing balls every, everywhere. It was it was a great game. And like you said, that I did say Jermaine Osako needed to have a big game here for the Broncos to be in it. And yeah, he got hooked. It, it was, you know, that the try on halftime, he, I don't know what he was thinking. He was trying to shadow the ball. You know, there, there was like 10 seconds left, just kick the ball dead, fall on the ball, do anything but shadow it. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Katoni Staggs looks like he's maybe back next week or the week after. Does he go straight into the one? Uh, and does Osaka maybe move? Do they bring Tessie New back? There's a couple of options here, but Brisbane's in a world of hurt here. Oh, mate, Jermaine Osaka, he, I don't know what he was doing, you know, to try to shadow that ball out, you know, a couple of seconds away from halftime because... Like you said, it, it was a close match until you know Dufty scored that try right on the stroke of half time. Um, and you know, going back to what the Dragons are doing with Dufty, I mean, you'd think if you get rid of your fullback, you'd have a better or if not as good or better replacement in the lines. Who do they have? Well, are they gonna put Ram like Cody Ramsey there? I mean, he's still young, he's still developing. Like what Dufty did in terms of his playmaking, he just went to a next level. Yeah, the Dragons are going to have a seriously serious talk in the boardroom because I don't think you can let him go. Like you said, there's not oh. really an internal option there to put, you know, are they going to put Jack Bird at fullback, Cody Ramsey at fullback? I think Matt Dufty no. is 
a much better player than all of them. So no, no. it's no real competition. But this game, you know, we did talk about that Jermaine Osako play, but I think also TC Rabadi, obviously the young fellow, I think his second or third NRL game, scored two great tries in the first half, but obviously did get Simbind. And in that 10 minutes, they did leak two tries plus a one right after. So it was a big swing point, you know, only one Simbin in this game, but it was a pretty costly yeah. one. TC, is that his name? Is that an acronym for something? Yeah, is that uh, actually I haven't name? checked what it is, but yeah, TC Rabadi on, on the team sheets. Yeah. There you go. Um, oh, geez, these, these Brisbane guys they have some great names. You've got Tyson Gamble, <laughs> TC. Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> just, just with uh, Brisbane, look, we already knew that, you know, when they're missing Payne Haas, they, they're a vastly different side. Um, so, yeah. I mean, with this Dragon side, they, they were pretty much full strength by, you know, Tarek Sims. Um, to their credit, they they played well. well you know, that, that second half, they came rolling in. And, you know, all the spine players, you know, Dufty, they had Corey Norman, Ben Hunt. Ben Hunt had a great game. They were all firing. Yeah. Look, the, the Kevolution, obviously, we talked about, you know, Brisbane needed to be improved this season, obviously. There, there's some nice moments, you know, you look at that Roosters game, but then you have a look at, like, Para this game. There's a couple of ones where they're just getting belted still. So their floor is very low. Their ceiling, you know, is still pretty capped. So quickly before we move on, from a super coach perspective here, obviously the main man, Matt Dufty, 156, man of the week, you know, most points. If you picked him up in, you know, if you've got him in draft, you have him in classic as a... Round 13 play, you're absolutely cheering if you put a vice captaincy on him in the early game. But another guy just to quickly shout here, uh, Josh Kerr, 103 from your second rower, who's probably your second or third second rower. They're all valuable points here. So a couple of good scores here in Supercoach. But yeah, if you've got Matt Dufty, like Anthony did in ours, it's an easy 320 up front and you won your week no matter what. Yeah, you know, in Classic, I was thinking about trading out, you know, either... Teddy or Turbo, just to have you know, at least one fullback going. And you know, Dufty wasn't even on my radar. I was tossing up between Dylan Edwards and um, and King Guthrie. And, mm. and, you know, I went with Edwards. And, yeah, Dufty, he, I, I, I did not expect that from him. You know, first game back from injury, he just had a blinder. Yeah, straight up. Let's get on to the next game. From Leichhardt Oval, it was the B-side Panthers taking on the West Tigers. And the West Tigers here, 26-6, to 6, get the job done over a Panthers team with nine outs. I think you really need to state this. And, you know, you put a couple of good memes up in the group about, you know, Tigers fans thinking that they're the best now because they beat, they beat the, the grand final. <laughs> so, look, you know, I think this will be a very quick game for us because I think there's nothing we can really take from this game. Um, you know, obviously a lot of outs in origin suspension, but a couple of things, uh, I'll, and I'll throw it to you on each one. Matt Burton, does the Bulldogs have any buyer's regret now, you know? This B-side Panthers team looks very similar to what this Bulldogs team is running out with, <laughs> and Burton couldn't carry them. You know, he had a good game, but a couple of errors in his game and couldn't carry him. Do the Bulldogs have any buyer's remorse here, or do you think this is just a one-off bad performance here from Burton? No, I wouldn't say buyer's remorse. You know, obviously, when they bought him, Burton was, you know, at left centre, and, you know, you know, he put me on left centre in the in that Panthers side at full strength. I'd be scoring tries as well, but... um. <laughs> With Matt Burton, I still think he, he he's a quality half. You know, he he he's a big body. He takes the line on. You know, the only you know the the one try that they did score, it was off him. Um, look, I think it was a tough ask for him to you know carry this Panthers side going from yeah left center where he's been all season and put, put in the halves where you know you got direct traffic. 
their attack was a bit clunky. It wasn't as you know as fluid as it is, but that can be expected when you've got so many players coming in to starting side and you know have not having much time there. Yeah, I think you know Tyro and May, uh, Mitch yeah. Kenny. You know these guys are just you know they're not crisp. Like they're much slower in attack. You know they were able to pinpoint. Yeah. And you know we go to the pan the tiger side really quickly. You know a Jacob Little making the number nine his own. Like I really wanted to see before the season. You know, Stefano Oitakamanu came back, you know, had a really nice game off the bench. You know, Dane Laurie at the back is looking like a, like a revelation and a cornerstone. And you've obviously got Brooks and you've got Dewey who's been playing really nice footy. So this pan, this Tigers team, sorry, is getting on a nice bit of form here. And, you know, Madge Maguire, you know, we always said it every time we scratch the heads on the team was Tuesday, but it seems like they're actually playing for him. So, you know, good signs, you know, it's a good win. You know, you needed to get this victory. You couldn't lose to the B-side Panthers. Um, so they came out here, they got the, job, got the job done pretty convincingly. So if you're a Tigers fan, you're not going to the grand final. Let's calm down on that. But you, you had a good week. Yeah, back-to-back win. So that's a first for the Tigers. Um, look, they've even overtaken the Knights. So that's a, <laughs> that's a good reflection of how we're doing. Yeah, and quickly on a super coach. Uh, the, the main game, the main man in this game, Alex Twal, a 77, you know, just consistently doing the thing. He's a jewel. So, you know, if you've got someone in draft, go trade for him. If you've got him in classic, you know, I had, I've brought him in this week. It's a nice guy. He'll just get you a solid base. But obviously, Jacob Little, if you held on this long in classic or if you've got him in draft, a 75 with a try, you take that every day. So not much to talk about else here. It was a, it's a game like we thought it would be, a B-side team trying to win up against a full, a strength, a full strength Tiger side and just couldn't get the job done there. Yeah, um, I think everyone, everyone. I mean, to the Tigers' credit, everyone thought you know the Panthers were going to put on. They were either going to win, or you know they're going to be much closer. And not, I don't think anyone expected you know Tigers to put twenty six on the Panthers side, who haven't really conceded more than double digits all season. Yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly right. Move on to the second last game of the round. It was up there at the Sunshine Coast Stadium. It was the Melbourne Storm twenty. Uh, defeating the Gold Coast Titans 14. In this game here, you know, what not the best le- not the best quality of footy. But Melbourne did exactly what they needed to do. Obviously, they had their Orange Stars out. Uh, an early injury to Ken Bromwich, who came back from injury in this game, um, got the job done. You know, Nico Hines, Brandon Smith, Jerome Hughes did what they needed to do here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just that next man up mentality. You know, they're they're operating with a shell of a uh, a team here. You know, Jerome Hughes probably. The only starter from this spine, um, but you know, next man up, they just they just find a way to win. As cliche as that sounds, you know, the storm just keep doing you know storm things. Yeah, you know, look at some of the outs in this game. You know, obviously Ken Bromwich left the game early with an injury. No Fleece Kafusi, no problem. Trent Lirio comes in for only his third game, third game of first grade. You know, scores a try. Dolph Nukem was out there for nearly, I think, 68 minutes or something like that. You know, he was a beast out there. He was holding down that middle. And like you said, the spine worked well. The outside backs did their thing. It was, it, was a, it was a professional performance. There was a lot of errors in it, but they were able to get the job done. And it was professional, exactly what you expect from a Melbourne Storm side. From the Gold Coast, a huge fight put up here. No Tino, no Fafida, no Brimson. And they were able to nearly go punch for punch. And if it wasn't for one wayward Phil Sammy pass, we could have seen a golden point game here. Oh, it was a bunch of lowlights from the tight, uh, Titans from my perspective. Yeah. Brian Kelly with mm. how many bomb tries. Yeah. Um, and then you got the, you know, the Tyrone Peachy sort of academy winning performances, milking penalties. Yeah. Look, you know, 
you can't start anywhere but Brian Kelly in this game. You know, very simple one one hour catching to score a try. Obviously, try to do too much. Although the other guy who had an okay game but did try his hand too much was Ash Taylor coming back into this side after a couple of games out. He really tried to force a couple of things that didn't really need to get forced. So both of those guys. But you look at some of the positives. Jaden Campbell on his debut, a oh, couple, yeah, couple of errors, but looked very elusive. And when he had the ball in hand, he was nice. A couple of nice hits as well. When Nico Hines made that line break, really drilled him into the ground. So look, they put a keeper there because if AJ Brimson, who has got a history of going down with a niggle or two, Jaden Campbell's a very nice man to bring up in there. But I just want to shout out two guys here. Jared Wallace, very unlucky to not get origin selection. He's, you know, you look at Fafita, who's missed a couple of games. Jared Wallace has played much better than Tino this year. That's just, there's no denying that. Jared Wallace is the, the big man up front. And the other one here, just want to kind of shout out, you know, and it doesn't look like it from a super coach perspective, um, but, you know, on the field, Tyron Peachy came back in in this game and was around the ball, you know, came off the bench. You know, you're still going to get those silly Tyron Peachy plays that we all come to expect from a player like Tyron Peachy. You know, loves to try and show his hand and do a lot, but just that energy. They were missing that the last couple of weeks. So it was really good to see him back in this lineup because it does he does give a bit of an injection uh, to this Gold Coast side here. But you're right. They're still a fair way off here. You know, like the Panthers, Melbourne had a lot of players out here. It was up there at the Sunshine Coast, not too far away from the Gold Coast. They could have really got a job done here. So Titans fans will kind of think that's one that got away. But Melbourne do Melbourne things like you exactly say. The next man up, Craig Bellamy coach side, we come to expect it. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I guess I totally agree with your shout out there with Jane Campbell. He he do, looks so fleet footed. Yeah, every time he got the ball, he just skipped across the field. Um, yeah, he definitely you know showing showing signs of you know his 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 dad there with you know how elusive he was. Yeah, hundred percent. Move on to the last game of the round. This is obviously the battle of our teams from McDonald Jones Stadium. It was Old Boys Day, your favorite day of the year. It was Parramatta 40, defeating the Newcastle Knights 4, and you were very lucky to get that last try in. Take it away, mate. You know, you talked about this team hasn't got the results, but the effort's been there. I think you need to question that this week. A hundred percent. You know, um, what? Yeah, I, I'm sort of in line with what Adam O'Brien wanted at halftime. It's just doesn't matter about the scoreline. You just need to show a bit of effort. And, you know, I think they made an error, you know, straight after um, uh, in the second half. It was just, it just looked really lackluster, you know. Um, you know, I love my boy Bradman best, but he looked all sorts in, in defence. He, he, you know, um, you had, you know, Jake Clifford. I know it was his first game, but, geez, you know, just making some small, small errors, like kicking the ball out, out on the full and, um, it, it was hard to watch this one as a Knights fan, you know. Yeah, we were just talking about teams like Melbourne, where they're they've got like a Shelba team, but you know they still turn up with the Knights. You know, this is they had a lot going for them. This is Old Boys Day. Um, you know, they were playing at home in front of their home fan on a Sunday afternoon. It, it was hard to you know um, take forty unanswered points before we actually you know, got just a just a. a, a yeah, I tried right to death. Look, you know, Newcastle's been one of my least favourite teams to watch this year. Mm. Some of their attacks, some of their defences, you know, it leaves a lot to be desired. If you're looking if, if you're looking for some positives, Johnny, let's kind of go through the casualty award right now. Kalen Ponga, Mitch Pierce, Hummel Hunt, Edric Lee, Tyson Brazil, Clemens suspended, Saifidi's on origin duty. There's a lot of quality not in that team right now. 
But exactly like you said, the next man up, you know, the young guys coming in and making an effort in some key positions right now, you know, does Kurt Mayer need to have a sit down? You know, you look at like an Anari Tuala, does he need to have a sit down? Like you said, Bradman Best, you know, does he need to, does he need to maybe have a game on the on the wing just to kind of get that confidence back and just you know get those runs under the legs? Because I was saying this to Richard when I was watching the game with him today. Last year, there was a lot of talk about Bradman Best in origin. You know, he was the one of the better young centers coming up. You know, he was always breaking tackles and winning games. We saw that earlier this year. You know, he's dropped dramatically in terms of top centers in the game and top prospects in the game. You know, if you're talking about the best young talent in the game, a lot of people won't even mention Bradman right now. And that's a, that's a pretty worrying thing for, as a Newcastle fan. You know, you've got some guys there that have got some real talent. You know, Connor Watson came into this game, again, bench before the game, but came in and just tried to do things around the middle of the park, you know. To me, it's a lot of a lot of questions around this side right now because you know Danny Badiris is the CEO there and kind of calling the shots and you know playing some players and seeing what they got. You know the Tex Hoy experiment was cute at the start. I think that's run its course now. I think we know Tex is not really first grade material right now. He could be in the future, but not right now. You know, Brody Jones got his chance in the second row this week. Again, he got caught on defense quite a bit today. There's just a lot of questions, and if you're a Newcastle fan. I kind of, don't you kind of want to just like Ricky Stewart did and just you know make it do a bit of a swing of the axe and put some guys on notice? Is it time for that? Yeah, potentially. I mean, yeah, Adam O'Brien he seems to put the same team out every week and you know expect a different uh, reaction. Um, look, I, I think what for all you know, Novakashian fans out there at the moment, we just can't wait until we get our troops back. We really miss you know. Uh, Mitchell Pierce, um, you know, leading the team around. We really miss, you know, Ken Ponga just having that left edge, giving Bradman Best some, some quality ball. Um, yeah, I think that's the only thing that we can really um, have hope for to, you know, salvage our season. Yeah, 100%. And from a Parramatta side, very quickly, you know, Cup, it was a game that we needed to win. You know, there was a lot of injuries on the Newcastle side. We got the job done. You know, a Reed Money injury has been picked up here. Hopefully, it's just a shoulder two to four weeks. Mitch Moses went off very early, uh, um, you know, 60 minutes in with a calf. Um, you know, he's, he's been battling that all season with that tough, that uh, tight calf strain. So, it'll be interesting to see how we kind of manage those guys' minutes. But, you know, in this game, King Gutho, Mike Acevo, Ryan Madison, they were probably the best. You know, Dylan Brown back from suspension. We got the job done, like I say, every time that we get a win. Just keep getting those victories. You know, get some real momentum. We've got, I think, the Tigers and the Bulldogs in the next two rounds, and then we've got the Panthers before the bye. It's all about that Panthers game to me. That's where we're going to truly see where we are, you know, in terms of the pecking order and if we can make a shout in September. So to me, that that's where I'll leave it in that game. But before we do go, Johnny, I want to talk to you quickly about Origin. Obviously, a proud New South Welshman that you are. You'll be watching the game on Wednesday. I want to get a couple of quick predictions from you here. Uh, let's talk about the victory. Obviously, you're, I assume you're back in New South Wales here for a victory. Yeah, 100%. You know, I feel like last, I think, you know, Freddie Fitler, he, he's, he's talked about, you know, the performance of New South Wales last year. We just felt like it slipped away. You know, Freddie admitted that he probably wasn't, you know, just at, at his peak and, you know, the team just wasn't humming. And we feel like, you know, we've, we've fixed that around. We've got back to, you know, um, what we were originally building to. So fingers crossed we can get across the line despite being in uh, Townsville there. All right. Do you have a, do you have a uh, quick scoreline prediction for us? Do we think it's a close one? What do you think the scoreline is? 
Yeah, I think with the first Orange games, it's always close. You know, people come out firing. I'm I'm gonna go New South Wales. Uh, I'll go twenty to twelve. Beautiful, and obviously gamble responsibly. If you have a quick little punt for the for the fans, <laughs> who's your first try scorer here? First try scorer. Well, it'd be hard to go past you know Adokar, assuming he'll be on the left left edge there with you know Teddy swooping around. And man, and man the match. Uh, you have to give it to you know Nathan Cleary. I'm gonna go you know go safe. You know him. I'd like to see him or even Jerome Law. I'd love to see Jerome. You know, have it because I know that there's a lot of naysayers and non-believers of Jerome, but yeah, I just hope he goes out there and uh, has has a blinder. Very interesting that your two Panthers from your Supercoach side <laughs> are the man of the match, but we'll we'll leave that as it is. But yeah, it should be a cracker, should be a cracker of a game. Mate, I'm hoping Jerome brings that form <laughs> after Origin and uh, takes me to the grand final. Uh, well, mate, thanks for having you on. Thanks for coming on again, mate. It's always a pleasure when you can jump on the review pod. And obviously, I'm sure we'll be messaging a lot during the week and during our big Origin match on Wednesday. Oh, I can't wait for it, mate. All right, no worries. And thanks for everyone for listening. We'll be back after Origin when you hear this. Uh, we'll do a bit of a game one breakdown and we'll obviously be looking at the teams for around 14. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.